0: This episode of the Jeep Talk Show is brought to you by ExtremeTerrain.com. For years, ExtremeTerrain has been providing Jeepers around the world with the most accurate and reliable information available for making decisions regarding the purchase of Jeep parts. And now, they've done something no other Jeep site has ever done. Stay tuned later in the show to see how you can get in on this once-in-a-lifetime giveaway of two Jeep Wranglers to one lucky winner.
1: Episode 293, August 10th, 2017.
2: You're listening to a four by four radio network podcast. Podcasting since
1: 2010. Are you ready? It's
2: the G Talk
1: Show. With Tammy on Wrangler, Tony and Josh on Cherokee, so sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Local
0: Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world, it's This Week in Jeep. Well, This Week in Jeep is brought to you by Amazon.com. Shopping online for that special someone, maybe your Jeep is ready for some new shocks, or are you just low on bacon salt? Whatever the reason, be sure to go to jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon first, and your purchase will go towards supporting the Jeep Talk Show. Be sure to tell your friends, especially the ones with the wife with all the credit cards. That's jeeptalkshow.com Amazon. Well, it's official. The very impressive 2018 Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk will have a very impressive price tag. If having the world's most powerful SUV in your driveway is on your list of things to do in 2018, then you're going to have to pay for it. The 707-horsepower 2018 Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk will start from $86,995, including destination when it arrives dealerships in the fourth quarter of this year. A customers interested in securing one of these ultra-powerful Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawks can place an order with their local Jeep dealership starting today, August 10th. Powered by a 6.2-liter supercharged V8 engine, the Jeep Cher- Grand Cherokee Trackhawk features 707 horsepower and 645 pound-feet of torque, allowing it to go from 0 to 60 miles per hour in just 3.5 seconds. It does the quarter mile in 11.6 and uh, about 116 miles per hour. It has a top speed of 180. The power plant is paired to an 8-speed torque flight automatic transmission that promises to deliver improved shift response, quality, and consistent performance and durability. Naturally, there's the Jeep QuadraTech on-demand four-wheel drive system on board, which includes electronic limited slip differential and a single-speed active transfer case. You know, in case topping a sand dune or that snowdrift at 180 miles per hour is also on your list of things to do. And in case getting to the lake with your boat in record time sounds interesting, well, the powerful SUV has 7,200 uh, pounds of towing capacity. Available options for the 2018 uh, Cherokee, Grand Cherokee Trackhawk include dual-pane panoramic sunroof, three-season tires, lightweight 20-by-10-inch forged aluminum low-gloss black wheels, fully-wrapped signature leather interior package in black or black dark ruby red. Hear that, Tony? 19-speaker Harman Kardon high-performance audio system, dual-screen rear-seat entertainment center with Blu-ray, trailer tow package, and dark ruby red seatbelts. Now, buyers can choose from nine different exterior colors, billet silver, granite crystal, diamond black, ivory tricoat, bright white, velvet red, true blue, and two exclusive colors named Rhino and Redline 2. The man behind the Jeep brand, Mike Manley, says, quote, The 2018 Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk delivers astounding performance numbers, backed by renowned SRT engineering, that combines world-class on-road driving dynamics with luxury, refinement, and an array of innovative advanced technologies. As the most powerful and quickest SUV, there is nothing else like the Grand Cherokee Trackhawk on the market. And with a starting price of $85,900, there is no better value for a high-performance SUV. Now, Mike probably won't give us a chance to take one of these things for a spin, although with my reputation of flogging anything with a motor and a steering wheel, they may not even let me on the dealership lot. Well, good news for those of you who enjoyed Jeep Fest. It's coming back. With the overwhelming success of Jeep Fest 2016, celebrating 75 years of Jeep in Toledo, Ohio, Lucas County commissioners and Jeep retirees got together to plan another one. President of United Auto Workers Union Local 12 and representative of Jeep Workers Bruce Baumhauer said last year proved Toledo was the place to hold a Jeep celebration. Now, if you were there that day, it may have brought tears to your eyes to see that you couldn't even get downtown. There were just Jeeps on every single street, four or five wide. The event was such a huge success, it left people wanting more. I mean, Who wouldn't want more of that? Just about every Jeeper you asked wanted to do it again in 2017. Unfortunately, the planning committee needed some time to regroup. So 2018 seems like a good year, especially with the new Wrangler coming out. Baumhauer said it's because of people like us Jeepers who came out in thousands for last year's Jeep Fest that made him excited about the economic impact Jeep will continue to have on Toledo's job market. With so many Jeepers flocking from all over the nation and from around the world to attend to this event, they could see upwards of several additional millions of dollars from economic impact in 2018. I think in, I think that's jeeper money that any town would be proud to have. But having an event of this magnitude in the same town that makes Jeeps we love so much just seems like a natural fit. Well, hey, what do you guys think of this story? Got something to say? Have a juicy Jeep news tidbit for me? If so, make sure to let us know by sending an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com.
1: Wow. $85,000. I,
3: I would so go to Toledo and that Jeep Fest. So be there.
0: Yeah, the, some of the pictures I saw were just absolutely amazing. The, the parade pictures alone looks like it would be worthwhile to attend this event just to be a part of something like that. Uh, right. the, the, the actual show and shine aspect of that, seeing some of the aerial shots of that, I, I've never seen that many Jeeps in one spot before. That, that's just yeah. an absolutely amazing thing. So, yeah, it's, if, if we could actually make it down there next year for that kind of an event, that would be something else.
3: And we could stay with <laughs> With um, Royal at his house. Oh, sure. I'm sure he'd love that. that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know, coming to stay,
0: are, Royal. Yeah. Met, him,
1: met him once, and now she's inviting everybody to his yes. house. Right?
3: Come on. Royal will take us all in. I but you see, know, what? the people couch. of Toledo, they, the, their love for the Jeep, whether they have a Jeep or not, whether they work at the Jeep plant or not, the people of Toledo love everything about Jeep. And they're Oh, just, what's not to love? I know, they're just amazing people, but anyway. It's like having a rich uncle uh, that pays yeah. your way for everything. <laughs> <You> <laughs>
1: right. know? Oh, I, I love my uncle. <laughs> don't, let you hear, don't let him hear anything different. Uh, no, I'm, I'm sure it's, a, it's also part of being in the Jeep family uh, that makes a, oh, a huge yeah. difference for everybody, and, you know, it, Jeep owners uh, Jeep included.
0: Hey, coming up later in the show, Tammy's unofficially got the official leak list from Jeep's officially authorized network of dealers about the 2018 Wrangler JL and JLU options package.
1: Hey, we're doing two great episodes a week now, the Jeep Talk Show and the Jeep Talk Call-In Show. Tammy and I interview a guest, and you can call in and join the conversation. Join us live every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time. Just go to youtube.com slash jeep talk show Our latest guest on episode 50 was Cassie of Best Top.
2: It's the Jeep Talk Show Call-In Show with Tammy
4: and I'm an avid Jeeper. I love going out every weekend, and hitting the trails. Um, the harder, the better. I wheel with a lot of guys. So whatever line they do, I try and take. Sometimes I don't make awesome. it, but um, it, it's my goal and it's, it's how you get better. So, but it's it's definitely one of my true loves. And so working for Bestop was just a dream come true. Fortunately, nothing in his house burned down and it got very close to his sheep and it burned holes through his
3: like seat covers and everything. But his top came out perfectly fine. Oh, wow. So his wow. Pictures. Yeah. No, that is so awesome that you have purple accents. Um, so, is yours a soft top then, I'm guessing? Uh, of course, yes. Yeah. So as soon <laughs> yeah. as I started at Best Top, I sold that hard top.
1: <laughs> so, uh, we had a great time talking to Cassie over at Best Top, and uh, she was a great guest. And, uh, well, Tammy, should we say she may or may not have leaked any uh, JL information?
3: Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about in um, Wrangler Talk, but you guys will have to check out the episode to find out.
1: <laughs> you big tease. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's what that's we're to, We're learning our way, though, here in the, uh, in the the tease department, aren't we, Tammy?
3: Right, exactly. We're just a bunch of teases here. <laughs> so
1: coming up next week uh, on episode 51, we're going to have uh, uh, the on the Jeep Talk Collins show, country music recording ar- artist Maggie Ball, Uh, And you can uh, find out more information about Maggie over at com. So it's B-A-U-G-H, so M-A-G-G-I-E, B-A-U-G-H.com. We'll have it in the show notes. But, uh, well, here's a little clip from uh, something uh, that uh, Maggie has done, and uh, you might be interested in hearing it.
4: Keeps calling out your name And the way the taillights keep on shining On that vibe I left behind me Every mile, every sign is reminding me Why I ain't turning around this time If you miss me on. Only-
1: So join us on uh, Tuesday, the April 15th. That's the next one coming up for episode 51, where we're going to be talking to Maggie Ball. And oh, it's not just about country music. She's a Jeep girl. She found out about the Jeep talk show and said, I want to be on that show. So we we got it set up, even with her busy schedule. So uh, very happy to have somebody that's a a show fan on the show. So that's coming up this Tuesday. Don't miss it. Of course, uh, Tammy, you're going to miss it, aren't you?
3: Yeah, unfortunately, I am. I'll be at a concert myself, but nothing near even close to country music. She's a really good singer. I like the beat of the song.
1: You know, I know I've mentioned it before. Um, she has a, 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 there's actually a video up on the, YouTube with her playing The Devil Goes Down in Georgia, playing on the fiddle with Charlie Daniels. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. So that's- cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> That'd be a bucket
0: list item right there. And
1: it was great. I, I mean, she's a very good singer, <laughs> obviously, but just watching her play that fiddle. So join us uh, uh, Tuesday, and I'm going to ask some hard-hitting questions like, what's the difference between a violin and a fiddle? Do you guys know?
0: Uh, I'm going to guess frequency.
1: I, I'm going to guess not a damn thing. This is how they're <laughs> calling it. It's two things different. It's the country The country version of It's called fiddle.
3: Get that fiddle over no, here! isn't there so, not there a difference? I,
1: okay, I, you know hey, what I'm I bet you do Maggie, now? I bet you Maggie will set me straight on it. Oh, don't look it up. People got to come to the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
3: gotta know for myself. I won't tell anyone.
1: Oh, sure you won't. You'll post it on your blog. This is yeah. while the show is in motion. All righty. Well, let's get over. Oh, you know what? Should we complain about Nate not doing any contributor segments for us? <laughs>
0: No, yeah. but we will complain about uh, the interaction with the show. Guys, we've had a slow week uh, this last week. No reviews this week either. Um, and But we love your guys' involvement with the show. So if you think that you can produce a segment with us, well, by all means, reach out to us. Let us know. Give us our, our, a call on our 24-7 voicemail line or shoot us an email at info at jeeptalkshow.com. And, uh, and let us know what you think you can do. If you got a, a segment idea, if you think that you're the, the end-all, be-all expert on lockers, well, by all means, we'll go ahead and give you a few minutes on the show and... You can tell us what you know. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Oh, and the Jeep Talk Show is just one of the many proud members of the 4x4 Radio Network. Just visit 4x4radionetwork.com and learn about the 4x4 podcast, the Center Steer podcast, and of course, the Trail Chasers podcast. Tell me which one you want.
3: Pick one.
5: Shut up and listen. <sighs> Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut
0: up. Shut up, Shane. Hey.
5: <laughs> shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler talk. It's time for G Mama.
3: So I'm sure many of you know I got to tour the Jeep plant, and while I was there, I got to see the JL wrapped and unwrapped. And like a couple days later, all these stories started coming out about these leaks um, from the dealers about the new JL. It leaks. They're, The leaks. Yeah. Leaks. News leaks. (laughs)
1: Oh, information leaks.
3: (laughs) Yes. Get with it, Tony. Anyway, um, (laughs) they're coming from the JL Wrangler form. And this form has also been a source of many leaks about the new JL. They've been showing pictures and speculating about the new JL. Anyway, um, This latest list that they're saying is coming from the dealers because the dealers now have gotten information, apparently, from Jeep so they can pick which packages, which Jeeps they want to sell. And I know two of the biggest things Jeep was probably trying to improve with um, this new generation um, Wrangler was miles per gallon and safety. So I was wondering just how much aluminum – We'll oh, be in shit. the next generation. And I wonder how much the body has changed to make the Wrangler more aerodynamic. So those were the two things I was looking for. And so as I was reading it, um, I just decided to pick out a few things that I saw that are on the list. These are options that the dealers can pick. A black power soft top, Sunrider soft top, which you know we already have that, and the three-piece hard top. So we decided to ask Cassie with Bestop to give us a hint about this black power soft top. And you guys will have to check out episode 50 of the Jeep Talk Colin show to find out what she shares with us about Bestop's involvement with this new JL. Um, the other thing on the list was the soft top window bag, which I think would be so awesome to have. Um, LED lighting, whether that's, you know, LED headlights LED taillights LED you know lights on the fender or you know and the bumpers we don't know side airbags um I don't know about that what that means if the doors are going to stay on or if we can still take the doors off um there will be no 2 door sahara which you know I don't think that's any big deal. But the, the colors. Does that mean
1: I'm sorry. Does that mean it's only going to be a four-door or? Yeah, that's
3: what it sounds
1: like. Okay. There are, at least for
3: the Sahara package. Yeah, right. Um, the colors that they listed were black. Of course, that was listed number one. Nacho clear.
1: Uh, let me Let's, ask you a quick question. So the one that you saw at the plant, it was black as well, right?
3: Uh. N- <laughs>
1: This is where you lie. Yeah, Yeah. because that just screws me up. This derails my whole thing. Tony,
3: I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Nacho clear. That just sounds really disgusting. That's strange. I know. (laughs) Um, Granite crystal metallic acid yellow, billet silver, bright white, and firecracker red. red, red. Anyway, and they have also listed tubular sidesteps, a steel front bumper, which actually the bumper I saw was not steel at all. Um was plastic. And then this other the next coming up things Tony and Josh, you guys might have to help me with this T- trail rail management system. I have no idea what that means. And a Jeep trail rated kit. And of course many different tires and wheels. And then the the next couple of things, anti-spin differential rear axle. I have what does that mean?
1: Well, that's a lot of strange words strung together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's anti- gonna like, fancy.
0: <laughs> that's going to be a limited slip differential. That's basically going to be as one wheel starts to lose traction it's going to lock up that rear axle and, and basically engage both wheels.
3: So none of the Jeeps, not even their like special package Jeeps have this do you think or is this something no new? i mean uh
0: dana offered a an anti or a, a a limited slip differential uh for the well geez for the dana 30 the dana 35 the eight and a quarter well that's a chrysler axle but uh but yeah, even the dana 44 um so that i mean that's that's technology that has been around for a long time uh and that's something that dana has worked on for a very long time that has been on the market for for quite a bit uh, you can actually find uh stock limited differentials in some Dana 44s out on the market, or in the junkyards, rather.
3: Right. Huh. Um, some of their other things had to do with the engines. Belt start generator for the 2.0 liter turbo. What is belt start generator? What's that?
1: Where you take your belt off and crank it <laughs> like a, a prop yeah. on an well, airplane? What
0: I'm wondering. I was like, that's kind of. <laughs> I mean, generators haven't been used on automobiles since like the early '60s, uh, mid '60s, maybe. I mean, generators were generally a six volt system. I think there might have been some twelve volt systems at the very end of that run, but yeah, generators are. are I mean, all generators became alternators basically. Now, when you think about a generator on a vehicle, you think about, well, I'm gonna fire up the generator in the back of the RV. Maybe it's something like that. I don't. I don't know. So
1: Tammy, you don't think maybe you got some uh, Land Rover information confused in there, did you? No,
3: I mean this is this is coming from you know the Wrangler form. and no, I'm just um, I'm
1: making a joke about Land Rovers. Josh got it.
3: Oh, oh, I don't see. (laughs) I don't. The Land Rovers, the Land
1: Rover people that that they're not supposed to listening to any Jeep stuff because there's a rivalry between the two. The, 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 they're out there shaking their fists, going, You bastard. So uh, they, they got it too. <laughs>
3: um, so, uh, this is the one that I think a lot of people are excited about. I could be wrong. Um, but the whole diesel. Um, oh, it's about 3. time. Oh. It's about yeah, damn 3, time. 3.0 VG. I'm not sure what VG stands for. Turbo diesel with ESS. Again, I don't know what that is. Listed.
0: Electronic stability something. Oh, problem. What's the VG, okay. Josh? That sounds strange. Yeah, that one I'm not 100 percent sure about. It's like
1: video gallons. How much YouTube? Oh you can do. no,
0: wait. Um, no, I think that's the name. That's the name of the um the engine oh. manufacturer. Oh, it's okay. like Vitari. Vitari. Yeah. Vita- 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 I can't remember gotcha. exactly.
1: No, no problem. That makes sense though. It'd be a a, a name of something because it doesn't make any different It doesn't make any sense that it would be you know a component that or some special thing about a, a diesel. So.
3: And then um and now all these things listed, I think, are things that the dealers can check which they want for what Jeeps they can like, you know, how you can pick whatever you want in your Jeep. Um, so this other thing was a new two point or two point seven two to one select track full-time four-wheel drive system. And that's gonna be for the four-door, which is a JLU for unlimited Sahara only. So um And then if you go to this form, it lists a ton of other things on there, but those are the things that kind of stuck out. The other things that they listed pretty much we have on our Wranglers now. So, or, you know, like not all the Wranglers, but like the Rubicon recon, um, the 75th and, um, anniversary edition. You guys should look that up because that bumper looks really familiar. Hint, hint, wink, Hmm. wink. Um,
1: (laughs) Well, I think the biggest so, thing about this thing, Tammy, is is that uh, it's it's not a radically different Wrangler.
3: No, for
0: I what? and they're not even really using a radically different transfer case by the no. by the sounds of it. A two seventy two to one select track is, for all intents and purposes, an NV two forty two.
1: Yeah, isn't that what we've got in the uh, in our Jeeps, Josh? That's I exactly mean, what. Yeah, yeah,
0: what what you and I both have in our in our uh, Cherokees. Yeah, if it right. if
1: it ain't fi- if it ain't, if it ain't fixed, if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
0: Right. <laughs> Now, I'm so, sure that this is this is a new case. I'm sure it probably has, you know, different gears and stuff in it. But, I mean, the Select Track 272 to 1, that is a 242. So, I, I don't know if they just are repurposing a, a stockpile of old 242s or if this is an all-new transfer case.
1: Well, it's all grade 8 right. bolts now. They're upgrading everything to grade 8.
3: Right, right. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, from what I saw, just on – and granted, what I saw was not – I mean, there's so many different – Package, trim packages that they have, but it's mm-hmm. it looks more like they're trying to to save gas mileage, um, make it well, more aerodynamic.
1: The, well the federal that government's the biggest been being yeah, for years.
3: Right. Well a lot of the you
0: know going to the aluminum, the the threats of going with independent suspension versus, you know, solid axles and stuff like that was all to appease the feds to to hit that right. those epa standards and stuff and it's just going to get worse people i mean another five or ten years and the wrangler is going to have to be a camry I, i'm i'm serious yeah the way things right. are going it, it this they're they're putting so many restrictions on 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 these vehicles and it's just a jeep people come on
1: yeah there's, there's right uh i mean i don't i don't want to keep you from being uh <laughs> i don't want you to not buy a, a new vehicle uh but it's almost worth keeping an old one so that you don't have to put up with the crap right. the government's shoving down your throat. Right. Um, I guess you can always change out the engines. I, I I wonder when the federal government will stop allowing that.
3: Shh! Don't give them any hints.
0: Um, I just hope we don't have another cash for uh, cash for clunkers thing. That was oh, just a, right. that was sad seeing so many
1: Cherokees yeah. that were uh, you know turned in for what was it thirty four hundred dollars or something.
3: Yeah. Well, folks, you can check that all out on, um, we'll have the link in our show notes or you could just Google JL Wrangler Forum. Anyway, next week on Wrangler Talk, the top 10 signs you have obsessive Jeep disorder. (laughs) And coming up later in the show, Josh will break down everything you need to know about adding onboard air to your Jeep.
1: Portable gas. That's what I've always needed. Jeez. I'm Ryan from
6: extremeterrain.com, and I want to tell you about the huge giveaway we're running right now. We're going to give away not one, but two fully built 2018 JL Wranglers to one lucky winner. That's right, two Jeeps to the same winner. You can give one to a friend or family, or keep both of the built JLs for yourself. And make sure you let your friends know to enter as well. If they win, maybe they'll even let you drive one of their brand new Jeeps. You can enter once a week until the contest is over at extremeterrain.com win, and we'll be announcing the winner on Black Friday, 11-24-2017. One of the Jeeps will be a four-door decked out in Deegan 38 armor, as well as, of course, a lift and some big tires. Brian Deegan is the father of freestyle motocross and has been in every X-game since its inception, so he's no stranger to the trails. Deegan has been working to bring his exclusive line of Jeep parts to ExtremeTerrain.com, and we are very excited to be partnered with him. His parts give Jeeps a rugged and tough appearance while adding tons of off-road function. The second Jeep is a two-door outfitted with barricade parts. Barricaded known for making some very strong armor to help protect your rig while you're out on the trails. There is no doubt that these are two amazing rigs, and anyone would be lucky to have one of them. But remember, if you win, you will get both. So make sure you enter every week at extremeterrain.com/win, and good luck.
3: Wow. You know what? I just dawned on me while he was talking about that. These are JLS, and if they're using um, stuff they have right now to upgrade these vehicles, they must be pretty same to the current Wranglers.
1: Are you sure about that? I mean, I didn't realize it was JLs. I figured it was JKs. I, I,
0: I don't guess I
3: no, paid that much attention. Yep, I'm pretty sure they're giving away the new JLs. I'll have to go look. Yep, I could they be are. Home.
0: They are they are brand new JLs. Gee whiz. Those there's people are making door, money over there. There's <laughs> a two-door and a four-door that they're giving away. It's a her, yep. his and hers package, if you will, or or whatever. But yeah, two Jeeps, one winner, you can enter once a week. So it's not just a one and done type of thing. You and all of your family and friends can all enter once a week. So if you got a whole crew, get together, you guys can all put in uh put in your your entries and stuff like that. Uh, it's extremeterrain.com slash win I believe is the link that we're looking for
1: it's in the show notes so uh, it was in last week's show notes it'll be in uh, the show notes uh, for this episode as well so just go over to com and look for episode 293 oh I remembered it's, it gets confusing week after week after week well, what episode we're on so righty then so let's see press the button you got tech questions?
2: Ah, oh, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good. because I, I It's Tech Talk with Jeep right Talk. Da-hoo.
0: Well, what are we going to talk about this week? How about OBA? OBA? No, not that awkward wind instrument you were forced to play after coming into music class two weeks late in the year. I'm talking about OBA, or Onboard Air. Going off-road always presents lots of uses for compressed air, the most common of which would be airing your tires back up after a good trail ride. It's also helpful for, for, help for operating air-powered lockers, running air tools, and my favorite, blasting a 118-decibel air horn at cross... I mean, dusting you and maybe that dashboard on off after a day on the trail. Yeah, that's it. No matter what you drive off-road, there are certainly plenty of reasons to have compressed air with you. Luckily for us, the aftermarket has tons of options to serve the purpose, each with their own pros and cons. So, how do you know what's the best option for onboard air for you and your Jeep? With so many manufacturers, DIY options, and used gear for sale, waiting through them all can be a chore. Especially if you are on a budget and don't want to spend money on it twice because some key need was not met or you went with cheap instead of right. Trust me, been there, done that. So here are more t- the more typical, reliable, and real-world options for you. A standalone, air compressed, uh, standalone compressed air tank, a portable compressor, and an onboard air compressor with or without a tank. Now, they all get the job done, but which one of these compressed air source options is right for you? Every driver and every Jeep is slightly different in space availability, intended use, and, of course, the amount of money that you're willing to spend. Now, as I said earlier, there are a ton of options out there, but there are two names synonymous with reliability and performance off-road when it comes to compressed air. And that's ViAir and ARB. Now, I'm not being endorsed by either of these brands, so I don't have anything to lose or gain here. You want proof? Take a look at the compressor I pack around in my Jeep. It's not from either of these two brands, but I'll get to why later on. Okay, first on our list was standalone air tanks. These provide ample mobility, enough, to punch, uh, to, enough punch to run air tools, and the best part is they have no duty cycle. The downside is the size. Storage space is a premium on most Jeeps, and professional fill-up requirements, well, most people may not want to deal with that. Many companies on the, on the market offer tanks and regulators, and one brand comes to mind that you have undoubtedly seen in off-road races or even at your local park, and that's Power Tank. Their 10-gallon unit is capable of putting out 250 PSI through its standard regulator, meaning you can air up a 37-inch tire in under 45 seconds. But around 440 bucks, another option would be going to your local beverage distributor or welding supply outlet and talking with the guys behind the counter. The hoses and fittings and chucks and all that sort of, sort of stuff can be sourced through a million different places, but refills generally cost between 15 and 30 bucks, depending on location and whether you're using CO2 or nitrogen and, of course, what size tank you have. Portable air compressors are the answer to situations where you don't know how much you'll need, or don't want to hassle finding a location to refill your tank, or you plan to simply don't want to strap a scuba tank to your roll bar, or you want to be the hero that walks around airing up the tires of the whole staging area, whether they like it or not, which I would recommend <laughs> against doing at 3 a.m. under a full moon. Portable compressors range from barely usable to heavy-duty, high-functioning, standalone units. So what do I mean by barely usable? I mean that $20 Harbor Freight Special that will still be airing up your first 31 inch tire while your friends are all probably on the highway by now is not something you want to rely on or even pack around. I can speak from experience when I say that I'm not going to waste either of our time covering those or the auto parts store units that struggle up to air your little brother's water wings. ViAir and ARB both produce high performance and self-contained portable compressor packages that just need you to connect them to a battery like a jumper cable. Easy peasy, right? Both offer units of varying duty cycles, so they've got a pump to match your, t- your tire size and your budget, too. The downfall of a standalone compressor is that it will need to run the entire time it's being used. This means that if you're trying to air up the entire club, well, your compressor may have a thermal shutdown until it cools off enough to run without damaging itself. That is what we mean by duty cycle. Typically, these won't run air tools, but ARB has a double compressor, that, a double compressor unit that will do it in extreme situations. Typically, air-up time is two to three minutes on a 35-inch tire. Entry-level units typically run about the $200 mark, and the high-end units will be close to double that. Now, if you have the space for a permanently-mounted onboard air compressor, well, you are instantly at an advantage. Hard-mounting to the vehicle ensures you never forgetting it at home or having to extend wires to make a connection to the battery. Generally, a compressor that can fit in a tight spot making more, it makes more room for, for gear. and An air tank can also be added to the vehicle, space allowing, of course. Although not mandatory, an air tank significantly increases usability, performance, and decreases compressor runtime and air up time. Taking into consideration duty cycle with a mounted onboard air compressor, a duty cycle of 50% means that for every 30 minutes of continual use, it needs 30 minutes of downtime to cool. Typical cost of an entry-level mounted air compressor will run you about 250 to 300, and a full system with a tank and accessories like hose, nozzles, etc., typically run about 350 to 400 or more, depending. One other thing to take into consideration, Jeepers, a mounted kit has a lot that goes into it. Pressure switches, running and mounting air lines, tank mounting considerations, heat buildup and venting abilities of the compressor's mounting location. You have electrical connections that have to be made. Do you want a remote-mounted air gauge? Well, As you can see, an onboard air system can be modified and customized just about as much as the Jeep itself. Now, why do I not run one of these systems myself? Well, here's my reason for carrying the Q Industries Masterflow MF-1050. It has one badass name. Some of you may also know it as uh, the alias Superflow, MV50. But more importantly, this all-red workhorse is a diamond in the rough, instantly recognizable, and about half the cost of some of the other 50% duty cycle units out there, I found this one to pack more punch, air up fast, and is just as reliable as the bigger brands. Mine being about 7 years old now and has been worked hard with no issue, I've had no problems whatsoever. And although mine is a bit heavier than some of these others out there, it's a tad more compact, giving more, me more room to carry other things. Now I can modify this thing to hardwire it in with a pressure switch and a tank if I wanted to, or I can leave it in its super portable configuration. I are up from 12 pounds to 35 on all four of my 33 1250s in about 10 to 12 minutes. Hey, if you're tired of limping to the gas station to air up or bumming compressor time from somebody else at the staging area, or God forbid you're, going for, you're forgoing the immense traction benefits of airing down to begin with so you don't have to air up at the end of the day, well, consider taking a look at some onboard air systems. You might just find that convenience is in reach after all. And hey, Jeepers, let me know if you have a tech question you would like answered here on the Jeep Talk Show. Just go to jeeptalkforum.com, even on your smartphone, or shoot me an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com with the subject line, Tech Talk.
1: Yeah, finding a place to put that uh, damn air compressor is a, is a problem even if you're driv- driving a station wagon like uh, we are, Josh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen some very cool uh, onboard air systems in in all kinds of Jeeps, some very ingenious uh, mounting configurations and and pump and tank uh combos and and there's some really cool stuff out there and guys, it doesn't have to be you know, uh, this vehicle specific type of, you know, system. I mean, I've, I've seen stuff from semis. I've seen stuff from workout equipment, you know, anything that can, that can hold, you know, 150, 200 PSI of pressure is a worthwhile tank to have in your vehicle. As long as it, you know, isn't at risk of exploding if you, you know, tap it with a screwdriver. So, you know, just obviously a little bit of common sense is going to go a long way, but, uh, it doesn't have to be new and it doesn't have to be named brand to get you the kind of performance that you need.
1: True. Very true. And you know, there's a, I can't remember now, it's not Harbor Freight, but there's a, a, a low or barely a name uh, brand. We've talked about it before on the show. It's like a $50 air compressor that works out really well. It's a portable air compressor. Mm. Uh, I think mm. you had one actually, if I'm remembering um, correctly. Shoot.
3: Yeah. that I think I have one. It's the same one I have. Cause Josh, was, I showed it one time and just like, Oh, I have that.
1: It was it was like a great air compressor for the money. Yeah. I mean, it was really cheap for as good as it was. I'm completely Shh. brain farting on on the yeah, model. Yeah, I can't. Is.
3: I just used it the other day too.
1: Yeah, but anyway, you can. I mean, anything is great, but uh, I really like the Via Air stuff. I think they have the best price performance over the ARB. But. Yeah, That's and they, sm- got a, the they got a they got a huge
0: selection too. I mean, everything from from very entry level stuff to full on heavy duty. I'm airing up forties all day long type of air compressors here, and they've got all kinds of kits and accessories and and really you can piece together one heck of a kit through Viare.
1: Oh, uh, and the <clears throat> next time you're gonna have a, a tech talk where you're repeating something a lot, let's uh clue in the audience to a, a drinking game. So like every time you say, uh, what was it that you were saying so much now? I'm I'm completely brain farting on uh. Uh, not onboard air.
0: Ah. Compressor?
1: No, nah, there was something that you said over and over and over again. Would have been great for a drinking game. As long as you're not uh, driving, you know? Don't, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Damn it, you uh, can't do anything on about, driving now.
0: There's probably about 15 mentions of the word compressor in that. So.
3: <laughs> Mine was, is a Smitty belt. Oh, okay. But yeah, mine. But mine's not
0: a Smittybilt. But, the, yeah, but that, but that is another brand that's pretty good. They look very similar to the buyer stuff, so I wouldn't be so a bit surprised to find out if they're made on the same line.
1: They may have been. Uh, they may have rebranded that. That might be that that unit that I'm talking about. But Smittybilt uh, put their name on it and is reselling it. Um. Anyway. Uh. So. Uh. Yeah. I can That was just going through the show notes here real quick to see if I could pick out those words. Uh. Damn it. Uh, it was really funny. You kept saying it over and over again. Anyway, let's uh, we can roll along now, I guess. You're listening to Jeep, Jeep Talk Show. The number one Jeep podcast. At my mom's house. Hey, this is Tony.
3: And I'm Tammy.
0: And this is Josh. And you've reached our 24-7 voicemail line. You guys know what to do, so at the beep, leave your message. Hey, guys. It's Nate. Uh just
5: uh, about halfway through episode 292 and I had uh, two quick comments. First of all, I am uh, very happy to hear that people are enjoying the uh, the segment on the gimbal. Um, I'd be happy to put together a more technical article if anybody uh, wants more information about it. Um, the longer YouTube video that I had uh, referenced during the, uh, the shorter video I, that you guys played on the show is on the Jeep Talk forum. So if you guys go look at the Wrangler Extreme version uh, or Wrangler Extreme forum, on the Deep Talk forum. Uh it's there's a link to it there. Uh should have most of the information you need to get going. Uh and I'm always open for any questions anyone has. Um and second of all, um just heard Josh's uh segment on the uh the leaky Freedom Tops. Um I had a twenty thirteen JK for about a year and a half and I was very, very disappointed in the, the Freedom Top uh you know the, the three piece hard top that came with it. Um I mean the the month I bought it, it was starting to leak through the Freedom panels. Uh, the I, I had the black part top, not the color match, and the whatever they use to paint the black hard tops is about as as durable as like blown glass. It's so easy to chip, um, I'm, and I'm not the only one I've heard that from. Um, I I will say that one of the tricks I learned for the Freedom panels was um, the 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 screw in fasteners that go sort of through the sound bar and into the panels, um, I was, like, cranking those things down because it's just the way I usually, you know, obviously when you fasten something, you think it's supposed to be tight. Well, apparently if you make them too tight, the seals are over-tightened, so you have to tighten them down and then loosen them a little bit to for the seal to actually seal right, and uh, that actually solved a lot of the leak problems that I had. I was having a leak that would come in right on, like, the, the center console section of the dash, Um and that, that fixed it. So if that helps anybody, I, I you know, I hope that's that's useful. Uh but yeah, it's very I, I I was never happy with that top. I ended up selling it and getting a soft top, and I was much happier after that. So anyway, yeah, good segment and uh keep it up guys, All right? Thanks.
1: Bye. I know you say you sold the twenty thirteen uh, JK, but have you checked your garage? Because uh, there's <laughs> there's tires and
0: uh <laughs> It might be hiding under one of those six sets of tires he has in there. No, I'm just playing. No, there was a. I've heard so many issues about the freedom tops. So many people that that complain about the same things, about the same kind of leaks, and and it seems that everybody's got you know different tips and tricks and whatnot. If you guys want to check out some of the 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 list of uh, tricks that we are, are you know focused on, uh, just download the last the last episode. You guys can check it out.
1: All right, uh, now we have an extra special voicemail from. Uh, well, you guys remember Wyatt, don't you? Well. Here's Wyatt in his uh, brand new Jeep talk show t-shirt. Everybody say hello to Wyatt. Nobody's, Hi, Wyatt. Nobody's oh. saying hello to Wyatt. Hey Wyatt. I, 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 I were were going to say wrong. Wrong. It was just his birthday, you know, on oh. July the 9th. And, oh, no, July the 3rd, and nobody wants to say hello. Well, let's see what Wyatt has to say about this.
2: My name is Wyatt. I'm eight years old, and you're in to Jeep talk show like that? I have a white turkey next day jeep it can do a lot of stuff to say no tony thank you for my jeep talk show shit.
3: Sure. um talk to you soon bye and then hang up oh what a cutie <laughs> he just is adorable. so adorable just
1: adorable <laughs> how in the hell do we get so lucky to have uh an eight-year-old be a fan of the show and a fan of jeeps that's just amazing to me
3: that's so cool and he makes his dad buy him a Jeep and buy him Jeep parts. And <laughs> oh, he knows how it goes. He knows what side his bread is buttered on.
1: Yep, yep. So that's great. Uh, Wyatt, thank you so much for listening, and we really appreciate the, uh, the voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Just awesome. Yeah, it really is. It's really cool. It's, I mean, it's, it's really special to have such a, a young person being interested in, in uh, not only Jeeps, but what we, the silliness that we do here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> From the
5: mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, it's been a while since I sang, so I guess I'll (laughs) Uh sing a song today. Everybody enjoys it when I sing. (laughs) And uh, so today's tune will be sung to the tune of Barry Manilow's Mandy, which I had the karaoke music for, but I decided not to play it. Because I don't want to get Tony dinged for uh, not paying royalties. Because oh. let me tell you, Barry and Manilow can be pretty vicious with the lawsuits. Oh, I'm sure. Okay. Without further ado, here we go. Oh, Tammy, you came to the show and gave it culture. <laughs> but you drive a black Jeep. Oh, Tammy. <laughs> You drive around with only one D ring. (laughs) Nobody took it. Oh, Tabby. Whale song solo.
2: (��Then)
5: Oh, my God. (laughs) (shoreRedner) (matz100)
1: So he tries to drop the ( threads) mic at the end, but it floats away.
3: <laughs> oh, that was really cute.
1: Oh, that's great. That is great. Thank uh, you, Nikki G. Nikki G. is. I was back.
3: serenaded. Yeah.
1: See, this is what happens when he takes a, a week off. He 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 regenerates.
3: <laughs>
1: All right. Well, uh, oh, we got
0: some must have stuff for your Jeep. I think. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, these are you know items that we pick out of well, pretty much thin air uh, that are just absolutely <laughs> necessary to have either with you in the Jeep or while you're out on the trail. And everybody knows that communication is vitally important when you're out on the trail, and this is definitely one unit that definitely stands out above all the rest. Now, not everybody is uh, what I would call, I don't know, certified, qualified, uh, or whatever, to do electrical installations and, and set up communications equipment properly, you know, as far as getting the antenna dialed in and, and making sure that all your polarities right and all that stuff. It can be a chore. So forego all of that stuff and get yourself a handheld CB radio, with you out on the trail. The one that I picked out for this week is the Cobra HH38WXST 4-watt 40-channel CB radio. The HH38WXST is a rugged, portable CB radio that offers instant access to all 40 CB radio channels, has 10 weather channels for up-to-the-minute weather information 24 hours a day, and has a sound tracker noise reduction system which cuts noise up to 90% for loud and clear communication while on the trail. Very important when you're on those gravel roads an illuminated full-function display for easy readability at night, and exclusive dual watch feature which monitors two pre-selected channels simultaneously. This is why I've picked this radio out above everything else, is because of that dual watch feature. Let's say you've got two groups that are out on the trails and you need to keep track of both of them. This CB enables you to monitor both channels that they could be on simultaneously. Definitely an invaluable feature to have while you're out on the trail. Four watts of power make sure that you're getting out without a doubt. Maximum power allowed for extended range of communications. Under sixty bucks on Amazon for uh, Amazon for this brand new unit, and uh, they have a ninety-nine dollar version available, which is called the Road Trip Package, which comes with a Mag Mount antenna and cigarette lighter adapter. So check this guy. Check this guy out. It is available on Amazon.com. It's the Cobra HH38WXST.
1: That sounds pretty nice. You know, I wish somebody would come out with a, a sideband unit, but uh, I know most people don't use sideband, but it'd be really cool for 10 meters. Oh
0: yeah.
1: You know, uh, I did get too geeky here, but uh, do you know that you can legally use a CB radio on 10 meters, as long as you're licensed at, at, you know, with an amateur radio license for 10 meters, but you cannot use a ham radio on the CB bands? It's illegal.
3: When you say 10 meters, does that mean like how long the antenna is?
1: It does. Uh, 10 meters is… Uh, no way. It, it, it t- basically tells you the frequency uh, that it, oh, that, it, that it is. That's the wavelength. And the, yeah, but that's and, not… And the antenna has to be 10 meters long for it to be resonant for that frequency or frequency range. For a
0: or an even fraction thereof—half wave, quarter wave, five-eighths wave—in some cases. But yeah, yeah,
1: I was trying not to make it too too good no, no, technical. No, I, I know. you said not to make it too
0: <laughs> geeky, and I went down and <laughs> made, made it all geeky.
1: But you are you are correct because there's a uh, half wave is the minimum uh, length you can have as long as you have a, a reflective surface. Uh, but anyway, the basically you have to have a, a ten meter long antenna for it to work properly on those, uh, 10 meter frequencies, but, uh, 10 and 11 meters are so close by, you can often make a, a very easy change to a, a CB radio so that it can go on 10 meters. And, uh, many non hams do that and, uh, illegally uh, do that. But, uh, yeah, I just thought it was strange, uh, you know, that you can't just take a ham radio and move it over, you know, you're licensed and you should know what you're doing. So it should be okay on 11 meters, right? Dial, dial it down to 4 watts output and you know, do it the right way, but nope, it's not, uh, not legal. So any of you guys out there that thought that might be true, it's not. I know that was a pressing, pressing question in many people's minds.
3: Oh yeah, mine especially. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Holy crap, it's hot! <laughs> it's
3: nice here.
1: Is it still hot? Uh, you still having the, the uh, 7 inches yeah, from the have sun gotten over gotten there, any rain?
3: Have you gotten any rain? We have
0: So both uh, like Seattle and Portland are under just about record-breaking dry uh, bouts right now. We haven't seen rain in, I think, 52 days or something like that. I mean, basically about two months, which is rare as rare can be for the Pacific Northwest. I think the all-time record is 71 days or something like that without rain, and we are vastly approaching that. Um, this is just uncanny. I mean, I've, I have lived in the Pacific Northwest my entire life and I can't remember the last time it's gone this long without rain. So
3: now yeah. is it cloudy at all? Or do you guys, are you guys well, seeing sun?
0: It's funny that you mentioned that because all the wildfires that are happening up in, in Canada right now are blowing down the West coast. And so literally for the last two weeks, we've had no cloud cover. It's been in the nineties but you can't see the sky because there's so much smoke in the sky it's it's got this weird <laughs> the white, sort of the brownish gray haze to it does it well, have and a, then,
1: does it have a sulfur a sulfur smell to it josh no as, no actually as the 80s it, hit uh,
0: the, the northwest it, it's not like that i mean it's not quite <laughs> like that it's just this it's just this prevalent haze that's sort of in the sky I and mean, it's not like driving through a, a campfire or something like that you know but uh, uh, but then we have a bunch of stuff in eastern washington and eastern oregon that's burning and stuff as well and so just as the canada uh, smoke blows away. We get all of the uh, the rest of the Northwest wildfires bringing us smoke. So I, honestly, I haven't seen blue sky in like two weeks. Even though we haven't had any rain and it's been in the nineties.
1: You know, rain that's would a wash a here. lot of would wash a lot of that smoke out of the air too. So it's that's kind of a yeah, shame. Would, yeah. So, is there anything any updates on your uh, on your Jeep? Have you uh, I know that you've got still got that uh, uh, GoFundMe thing going on. Tell people yeah, about that. yeah, so
0: the that. goFundMe page is going. I'm trying to get that up to a level to where we can actually get some 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 real progress going. I don't want to try and nickel and dime this thing out. No. Um, I, I'd rather reach that goal, get the work done and and move on, get this get this past me. So, uh, we're about at the halfway mark. I've gotten a couple of cash donations and some other ones came in um, over the last week and I'm, I'm I'm right about the halfway mark. The goal is $1,000. Um, well, I've got just over 400 on the website and I've got a little oh, wow. coffee can of some cash um, on my desk from some uh, um, coworkers and stuff that have given me some cash donations and stuff. So, um, so it's getting there. We're getting there. It's yes, almost yeah. to the point where I can... Um, I'm at the point now where I'm pretty sure I could probably have the head work done uh, at least most of it, um, but then I still wouldn't have any, uh, it wouldn't be, I don't have the ability to buy all the hard parts that I need. Right. So, you know, gaskets, lifters, uh, connecting rod, you know, all, all that sort of stuff. So, so,
1: I know you're talking about the head work, but let me just make sure for, uh, the goal is $1,000. So, uh, were you going to buy a brand new Jeep Cherokee? Was that, the, was that what you're
0: going to do? No, no. <laughs> it is, that's, it's going to take care, so the, the head blew and took a bunch of stuff with it. Um, thankfully, before I, I had all the, the surgeries on my head and stuff, um, I, I was able to uh, buy a, a new radiator and a water pump. Um, I had a, the auxiliary fan relay, uh, went kaputz. Um, it took out uh, the, the radiator and the water pump, and of course overheated the jeep, the head blew. And um and so this is yeah, so that this was, the cause of all
1: this. That was the chain reaction, the, the that was a chain
0: reaction, all because of one the, little relay.
1: The auxiliary fan stopped working. And yeah, yep. I guess you were running the AC or do you have AC on yours?
0: No, I didn't have the AC. I was climbing a hill at the time and it was at this point where it's like, Okay, I can't I can't let off. I can't stop going up this hill. I need to make it up to the top. And within thirty seconds I had overheated the rig. So, it, it and you was, were full it, because you were coming back from a from a gig or something, right? Uh no, I had a I had the back end was full of firewood. I was um oh, uh, heading out. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I was I was heading up a hill. I was fully loaded. Uh had a couple people with me, a bunch of camping gear and a full load of firewood. I mean, I was I was definitely loaded down. Um and and the Jeep just didn't like it. And so. Uh, separate subject. I don't know
1: if uh, Josh, I know you don't get on the, on the Facebook that much, but I saw one of these new Ford uh, F150s, you know, the all aluminum uh, jobs. Oh sure. And they were showing where they were had filled the whole uh, bed of the truck up with firewood. And a lot of firewood, not just some, a lot of firewood. The bed literally split by the taillights.
0: Oh. oh my goodness.
1: It tore open. That aluminum tore open. Now, I'm just wow. it's Facebook. I'm not saying it's for sure, but there's Fake a picture news. there's a picture yeah there's a picture with the firewood in there then there's a picture of the thing split on either sides and the the, the side of that bed is just ripped open i hope to god i never have an all aluminum vehicle i just i just got to say it
0: all right Well, thankfully um i'm not i don't have i'm not going with like an all aluminum head i'm taking the head that i have and having it uh hot tanked magnaflux to make sure there's no yes. cracks and uh now i could look i could save a lot of money and just go and buy an aftermarket head and hope for the best and hope that it's going to be compatible enough on my jeep to last you know another couple few hundred thousand miles i don't necessarily want to take that risk i would much rather recondition the head that's supposed to be on that block yeah and and it's it yeah it's going to cost me a few hundred b- dollars more but in the end of the, at the end of the day I know I'm gonna have a lot more peace of mind having a head on the Jeep that's supposed to be there. It's so
1: critical to the the, the how well the engine runs with the, the valve opening, closing, how well it seats, the Look, I've, the overall I've heard timing. Lots of, it's wonderful. Yeah,
0: I've heard and I've heard lots of good reviews about like clear aftermarket heads and stuff. It's a it's a company that has a good reputation and, and apparently good reputation among the Jeep industry as well. But it's I just don't wanna go aftermarket. Um, and so, yeah, I might be shooting myself in the foot a little bit. I sure, I can cut so. some corners and just get the Jeep rolling again, but I really would rather do that's it That's a right. lot of work. That's a lot of work. And it is. And it's it's, it's one of these things do where, right. you know, I'm, yeah, I'm going to do it right, and that's what this is all about. So, unfortunately, doing it right usually means it's going to cost you a little bit more, and unfortunately, it was just a, you know, circumstances and, and the way that events played out, um, you know, I'm not able to do that right now. So... Uh, that's why i turn to you guys for help and, and uh and it's 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 paying it's it's working out it's um like i said we're about halfway there uh, with the cash donations and what we have on the website right now it's um and that's uh gofundme.com slash save josh's jeep and uh and all one word um and uh, uh with that i'm about right about the 500 mark so oh that's um,
1: great i didn't realize yeah, yeah, so been, like i said i've been I, watching
0: I, you know oh and I, I just
1: want to say really quick Everybody out there that's listening, that has you know listened to us and listened to us about the GoFundMe and gone over there and donated, or just went over there and looked and thought about it, thank you so much for going over there. It means a lot. We want to get Josh back out on the trails, back out there talking to people, uh, collecting content for the show. So it's it's really, I mean, Josh loves being part of this show and doing all this stuff and talking to people anyway. So it is kind of for Josh, but it's for all of us because we get a better show out of it. So. It, you know, if you've listened to the show, especially if you've been listening to the show for years and, uh, you know, uh, we, we certainly appreciate you being here every week, but we, we haven't asked you for anything. Go over there and donate five bucks to Josh so that we can get him back on the road. It, if nothing else, you'll feel good.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, uh, also last weekend, um, had some fans of the show come up in uh, and say hi at a Jeep event that I was at. Um, I was That's down so in uh, awesome. Salem. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Down <laughs> in Salem, Oregon, uh, Oregon's capital city. Uh, for the uh, the this was the sixth or seventh annual Salem Jeepers Summer Jam. It was a witch burning, huge ride. event, huge event. What's that? It was a witch burning, right?
3: No, it's not
0: that <laughs> That's kind of.
3: Thing. On the other side of the country, oh, Tony. Oh, it's on the west coast. Okay.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh yeah, I had a couple
0: people up and come and talk to me about the show. One guy even pointed out and asked if the vehicle that I was loading all my gear into at the at the end of the show was the infamous stolen Honda. I know. Obviously, a guy who who listens to oh, the show. Bit, he had so. you
1: uh, autograph his boob, didn't he? Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but was, uh, there were there were a couple people that I didn't I didn't get a chance to talk to. So if you're listening to the show, you were at the Salem jeeper Summer Jam, and I didn't get a chance to talk to you all that much. My apologies. Uh, obviously I was, I was very busy, uh, managing everything, trying to keep everything going and, and all that sort of stuff. If I didn't take the people? time,
1: you can't, snub No, no. People. If I
0: didn't take the time to, you know, glad hand you or whatever, you know, <laughs> my apologies, uh, you know, definitely reach out to me. You want to, you know, meet up for a coffee or something like that. We can work something out. I, but.
1: you know, I'm, I'm just going to give you the permission that next time Josh, Josh snubs you at something, go take the Honda
0: out for a ride, <laughs> <Right>? yeah, really, <laughs> it's, it's
3: real just, easy to right get there. into.
0: <laughs> go park at someplace
3: place <laughs> in a different different not have where any sort at. of security. <laughs>
0: Well, this one, uh, this one here is for uh, for Jeep Mama. Now, um, Tammy, you uh, you sent me, you drop shipped me a little stack of stickers of your official Jeep Mama stickers. Um, and of course, as I was, you know, trying to get out of here at the at the butt crack of dawn Saturday morning to make it to the show on time, and it was an, it was an over an hour drive for me just to get there. Um, not to mention setup and, and all the other stuff. Um, but I ended up forgetting that stack of stickers, but Aww. I had one. <laughs> of the jeep mama stickers with me it was I I, I had i was like oh i don't want to forget this one and i tucked it into my laptop last minute of course i forgot the rest of the stack but i had that one and and so you know a couple few hours into the event and whatnot and i'm you know a lot of people there there was well over a hundred jeeps on the lot and several hundred people there um and there was one gal there there was we were doing a, a coloring contest um, for the kiddies, and the, and the kids won prizes and stuff like that. I think the grand prize for the coloring contest was a, a remote-controlled Jeep, which was really cool. Um, and uh, so there was this gal there um, that showed up, and she had three kids with her. And I was like, oh, oh that's has a Jeep mama. So I, I go up to her, and I had the sticker behind my back, right? And and I go up to her, and I was like, uh, you know, sorry, are, are these yours? You know, pointing to the kids there that were coloring. And she's like, yeah, they're all mine. And, and I was like, well, if you own these, do you own a Jeep? And she's like, actually, I own two. And I was like, well, wow. then I need to give you this and i pulled out from behind my back the jeep mama sticker and i was Aww. like this is this is for you i've only got one of these and i i'd like to give it to you and and she just i mean her face lit up it was so cool just seeing somebody and she's like you made my day and she's like this is going to look so cool on my jeep and she just got so excited and stuff and i was i was really really proud to be a part of that and and you know having somebody wanting to put something related to the show and obviously related to the jeep mama on their jeep and they were proud to do it so i i, I wanted That's to so share cool. that with you and everybody else it was it was a very cool experience it was a very cool show i'm very proud to be a part of that show and and uh and looking forward to to seeing those guys again next year
1: that's your last uh, last year performing there, though. So you're actually going to go there as a civilian next year, correct?
0: Yeah, I uh, I broke the news to him um at, at early because uh, I didn't want to <laughs> do it at the end of the show, and then was like ah uh, you know. So um I-, I told him I was like you know this is this is going to be my last year. I am officially retiring. Uh, technically, last year 2016 was the year that I retired from DJing. And, uh, and I'm still, you know, going to be a master of ceremonies. I'll still, you know, host events and stuff like that. But as far as, you know, the guy playing the music, I just, I'm,
1: Oh, I see. Yeah.
0: I don't blame you. So uh, one, it's a lot of gear to pack up Two, It's a lot of work to stay current with music, especially across all genres. And it's also expensive and it's just, you know, spending that kind of money on, on music every year is not something that I want to continue doing. And it's not something that I want to continue breaking my back over trying to get you know all the yeah. equipment loaded up and everything else, like
1: especially in a Honda. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, especially yeah. in the Honda. <laughs> Needless to say I had to, I had to really break out the Tetra skills to get all my DJ gear into the into the into the Accord, but uh, but made it work. Made it work.
1: So I know I know Nikki G is uh, over way over there in like Ohio or something. But instead of music, MC. you could just have him come with you and just sing the songs.
3: Oh yeah, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> oh, that good. would be a
1: treat—the <laughs> 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 shortest Jeep show ever. Hey Tammy, what's going on with you besides uh, being a birthday girl?
3: Oh yeah, Today's my birthday. Happy um, birthday, uh, Tammy! Thank you. Um, I was at the pool to this evening. Um, you can check out my Facebook page. We—I rode the bull, the bull in the pool. I got this really cool float raft. Anyway, that was fun. Um, but my blog post today, you guys, did you know, I, I believe I found the first ever Jeep girl. Um, oh. You know, Royal, he's our social media helper.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: He um, gave me the tour of the plant. And so him and I have been, you know, getting to know each other and his wife. And his wife recently had to go to Florida to pack up his her grandmother because, unfortunately, her grandmother is in hospice and she's dying. And she doesn't want to die In Florida, she wants to go back home to Toledo and spend the rest of her days in Toledo. And the one thing she asked Amber, which is Royal's wife, for, is to bring her a T shirt, a Jeep T shirt. Oh, wow. And yeah, so Amber's grandmother was one of the first women to work in the Jeep plant back when it opened um, in 1941 42, Um, her and a bunch of other women. And Jeep saved her life more or less gave her hope gave her anyway the stories on my blog today but i just it's such a touching story about how jeep has did so much for this community during a, the time when they were still going through the depression and you know not only did jeep you know give is everything to this woman um you know it's just like Jeep changed her life and Jeep changed my life. And that's kind of what my today's blog post was about. But I really, I mean, she never owned a Jeep. She, they had to buy Dodges because her uncle was a Dodge salesman. So <laughs> that's what she did. Yeah. You know, you buy from your uncle. But anyway, um, I believe that she is truly the first Jeep girl. So anyway, that was a really cool story and very touching. And prayers go out to Royal and Amber his grandmother
1: absolutely and, and you're saying you've got uh, more information over on your blog about this uh, yes right? oh yeah
3: and yeah my blog is www.jeepmama.com
1: yeah don't don't tease where it is tammy I know. <laughs> you gotta gotta tell the folks where it is
3: yeah <laughs> i get distracted squirrel
1: yeah <laughs> jeep <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I, don't, I can't really think of anything I got going on here. I, uh, I, I think I was telling everybody about the led replacement, uh, on the, uh, the outside of the turn signals and you got all uh, your lights front and rear. flashing
0: and blinking the way they should. Tony? Yeah.
1: I put, I put in that, uh, the special led relay and, uh, it now, uh, flashes at a, a proper rate, which I kind of like the disco aspect of it before it was just like, you know,
0: La, la, la. Kind of yeah. i've seen now uh, i've seen some adjustable ones out have there that where you can actually adjust the the pulse width or you know the 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 flash timing yeah the time on that by just a, you know a little dial little potentiometer there that, that you get a little twist of the wrist there and and you can make them strobe or you can make them blink real slow it, it kind of all depends
1: i thought about that and uh, the only problem is where you put it at least in the cherokee uh and i forget where it was in the tj but it's all, also hard to get to uh, yep. you would not be able to get to this thing easily because no. you'd have to remove stuff. Uh, oh, now, yeah. If you could put it on the dash where you could just play with it uh, while you're driving down the road, you know that would be all right.
0: <laughs> That's the and, last thing you need, something else to play something. with while you're driving down the road. Yeah,
1: and probably illegal.
0: <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> yeah, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, I don't know if we have time for this or not. We can skip this or, or save it uh, for next week. Um, uh, and it's not in the show notes, but uh, over the last couple of days or something, you mentioned in chat how you were talking about taking your transfer case out into a company and having them rebuild it. Um, and I had asked you about, you know, just doing it yourself, and you said that you've already done it yourself yeah, a couple of I've times. I've done it. I've done it three times. So <laughs> I, was, I was just kind of at, you know, I kind of wanted to know your reasoning, but I don't know if you wanted to get into that right now or not. But sure. kind of if you wanted to kind of go go through that a little bit. Because I don't think I know my ass
1: from a hole in the ground, otherwise these chains wouldn't <laughs> keep stretching. If I knew what the hell I was doing, it would it would stay fixed. So, I'm thinking about having somebody else do it. But now, uh, I don't know if you guys uh, are, are aware of, uh, uh, I think it's 249 Drive Line. It's a, a very well known place here in the Houston area that works uh, uh, on, on all kinds of four wheel drives, all kinds of vehicles, not just four wheel drives. Uh, but uh, I, I called over there and spoke with Alan, the owner, and uh, we spoke a really long time. And uh, wow. I think a, a little bit of uh, a detour here. I, uh, not immediately, but after talking to him for a couple of minutes and, uh, seeing the conversation was going to be going for a while, I mentioned to him, I said, Oh yeah, I, uh, I've been messing uh, with, uh, with Jeeps for a while. I got a, a Jeep, a 1998 Jeep's so are going to be 20 years old. I uh, got it brand new and uh, also have a, uh, a podcast, uh, called the Jeep talk show. And he says, uh, he goes, I, 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 I said, you might want to have a listen. He goes, I don't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to listen to that stuff. And I went, okay, fine, that's fine. And we continued talking. And he was telling me more information about his his shop and uh, how he's been doing this for 37 years. And uh, uh, you know, he picks and chooses what he wants to work on now. Uh, that he actually uh, had a had a kid uh, that tore up a Camaro, twisted the drive shaft, and blew out the rear end in the Camaro. And he asked him how he did that. He said he was power breaking and uh, uh, giving it, you know, uh, flooring it, and so on and so forth. And and uh, he says, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fix that. <laughs> and the guy goes, what? <laughs> he goes, no, I'm not gonna fix that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix that for you. And you're gonna go out and do the same thing. And you're gonna come back, and and it's gonna be all tore up because you were abusing it. Now, if you if you want to put seven grand into it, so we can do it right, that's fine.
0: For that price, you can just buy two grand twos. Good lord!
1: Yeah, there'll be another another rear end, the right kind of differential, the right kind of drive. Another Jeep. Yeah. Well, now this isn't a Jeep. This was in a Camaro, and I'm sure it had nice horsepower with it as well. So basically, he gets to pick, and he just picks and chooses about what he's going to work on, and he he basically (laughs) doesn't want to work on uh, vehicles that are belonging to idiots. So. <laughs> anyway, we had a so lot. was that
0: was that a nice way of calling you an idiot? I mean, well, no, I was going to say, uh, this is a guy we, who's a black, backhanded compliment here?
1: No, no, we we he was just letting me know that he he picks and chooses what he works on these days because he's been doing it for so long, uh, and uh, we, we got towards the end of the conversation, and he goes, he started asking me questions about the podcast. I said, "Yeah." I,
3: said, I thought you weren't going to listen. Exactly,
1: mister. exactly. <laughs> so he starts asking me some questions about it. He goes, "How did you start the podcast?" And I said, "Well, uh, we had this uh, this little Jeep forum, XJ talk forum, and uh, I wanted to promote that. So I thought, hey, a podcast, we could use that to pr- promote that. And uh, it, the the podcast kind of took a life of its own and, and is more popular than what the the original forum that it was created to to help advertise." And uh, I said right now we're doing about 30,000 downloads a month. And there was this pause and he goes, "Oh, that's pretty good." <laughs> <laughs> and and now uh, getting wrapping up the conversation, it was probably 30 minutes on the phone. I hear the gun, you know, the air gun wow. going while we're talking. Wow. <laughs> and he says, "Well, you know, I'm a pretty good talker." I said, "Yeah, I was thinking we could have you on as a guest." <laughs>
0: All right. Hey, what was the what was the name of the of the company again, Tony? I think
1: it's I don't have it in front of me. Uh, I can find it very easily uh, anytime I want to you know I'll do any have any, uh, have any look up uh call them up about driveline work. But I think it's two forty nine because it's a, a freeway over here, two forty nine driveline. I think is the name of it. I apologize. I'll I'll put that whatever it really is in the show notes so you guys can check it out. But uh, I've heard a lot of good things about them, and also too. Uh, they, uh, they can take care of the drive shaft, uh, rebuilding the drive shaft and balancing the drive shaft for me. So I was actually calling about those two things. Now, Alan told me that, um, he's not going to off?
0: I'm sorry, Tony. Are they off the tumble parkway?
1: I I don't know. Uh, Um, Houston. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, uh, he, he did tell me that I'm not going to guarantee you the chain's not going to stretch. And I said, well, I, I know I, this just depends on how you use it, so on and so forth. But I would like for it to at least last 80,000 miles like the first one did. He goes, well, it really depends on the chain. Uh, you know, we try to get the best chain possible. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have it done or not. He doesn't have an idea what the price is going to be until he gets in there and looks at it, which makes sense. Uh, I would just like for it to be fixed for a while. So right now I'm kind of on the fence. Do I get another uh, 242? and rebuild it and have a spare. So whenever I have a stretch chain, I can just swap it. That means I'm going to have to go back to Tom Woods and get a new short drive shaft. Uh, I'm sorry, not drive shaft, short, short shaft to go in there for the uh, the SYE. Uh, you know, or do I just keep buying chains and sprockets and throwing it in there whenever it needs to? It's just, it's just very frustrating. I, I want to be able to use the Jeep when I want to use it, and uh, I can't for one reason or another.
0: Yeah, 249 drivetrain service, uh, oh, good. 11700 Highway 249, Houston, Texas. Great guy. So I'm checking, a- out, checking out their website right now, which is actually, they have pretty well put together website as well.
1: Yeah, uh, great guy. It was wonderful talking to Alan. And, uh, learned a lot of stuff, uh, got a lot of inside information too. It was, it was a lot these of fun. Guys here are, with us. These
0: guys are definitely Jeep guys over there. They got oh, yeah. I mean, just about every page on their site has got a picture of a Jeep on it. So yeah, way cool, man. He says it's been a long time since he's,
1: uh, built a, a 242. It's just cause it's old stuff. Uh, yeah. but he's, he's rebuilt hundreds of them. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and does not, have, does not have a Jeep himself, which I thought was interesting. He says he's had, he has a, a Ford uh, I think a 250 uh, 4 wheel drive and he's had it in four wheel drive uh, once in the past year. <laughs> so, well he, he's uh, built a lot of uh, rock uh, buggies and all kinds of things and and now he doesn't do any of that. He just uh, does the simple stuff. Uh, this the simple stuff which is you know the diff work. I wish it was simple uh, for me. Yeah
0: right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get over to some wheeling wear. Yeah, this is where we're going to talk about some uh, events that are coming up in your neck of the woods and, well, around the nation. Now, you guys have heard us talking about this the last couple few weeks here. Uh, Steve, 4.3 LXJ, a uh, fan of the show. He's been a contributor for for years, and uh, he was going to come out here to Oregon for that uh, the solar eclipse viewing party and actually do a little bit of a wheeling a fa- a little bit of a wheeling a- adventure as well. Well, uh, the Tillamook State Forest has been all but shut down because of fire danger because we haven't had any rain in for so long, and and they're not allowing anything with a motor up in there uh, in case of, you know, they don't want everything to burn down. So I can re- I can uh, understand and respect that. Well, um, that has put a cancel to his plans, uh, but he's decided to switch things over. Instead of the Tillamook State Forest, he's going to be willing in the Fordyce Creek area and camping at Woodchuck Flat Campground from August 13th through the 18th. Trails to be run. We can and uh, are, are can include and not limited to Upper Ford Ice, which is part of the Sierra Trek Mountains, uh, Mossy Lake, Baltimore, and Upper French Lake. If you guys would like to learn more information about this, how you guys can uh, well get in on this wheeling adventure with Steve 4.3 LXJ, contact him through xjtalk.com or Jeep Talk Show or the Jeep Talk Forums, jeeptalkforum.com. dot uh, We have the Rock Vixen Off Road Meet and Greet happening Oct- uh, August twenty sixth. Uh, This is uh, at the Toys for Trucks and Desert Barn Brewery Center in Esperia, California. Just search on Facebook for Rock Vixen Off-Road Meet and Greet, and you guys will be able to find all the details. We also have uh, Rugged Ridge presenting the Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion happening August 24th through the 26th at Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Uh, For more information, just head over to GreatSmokyMountainJeepInvasion.com. And guys, this weekend the ninth annual Topless for Tatas is happening, and it's all going down at the famous Roush Creek Off Road Park. If you're planning on going, or you have already gone by the time you're listening to this, well, drop us a line and let us know what you thought. And if you're involved with the event, well, we'd like to have you on the show for an interview.
1: I was when you said thought, I was thinking you were gonna say thought, but that's uh, that's that's something else. (laughs) <laughs> hey take a moment to take our survey just go over to jeeptalkshow.com slash survey and uh, put in some basic information about who's listening to the show you know your age, your weight uh, social security number, all those things no, uses. no,
3: no, no, no <laughs> don't listen to Tony <laughs> hey folks, and if you noticed um, on the screen below I'll during the show tweet to us live we just
1: that's strange we haven't had a problem with your audio in a while tammy uh let's speak up a little bit
3: um hey folks you can we'll include you in our the music
0: well we love hearing from our listeners we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on tumblr we're on twitter and google plus just go to your favorite social media and search for jeep talk show you will find us Hey, join us uh, on the Jeep Talk Forum.
1: Picture, stories, more more details about uh, how to or ask questions of the host at jeeptalkforum.com.
3: And you can call us anytime. Leave us a voicemail at 530-675-4102, or you may hear it on the show. That's right. And don't forget, we have a free app for your phone or tablet. Just go to the Apple Store or
0: Google Play Store and search for Jeep Talk Show. Once installed, be sure to check the box, download the latest three episodes, and you'll have hours of entertainment with or without internet access. Hey, the
1: Jeep Talk Show is live every Thursday at 10 p.m. Central Time. Join us for the live show at youtube.com slash Show.
3: Making a purchase online or at on Amazon? Be sure to go to jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon first. And folks, don't forget to check out my blog at www.jeepmama.com.
0: And if you need a voice for your product or business, by all means, check me out at thevoiceofjosh.com for professional voiceover services. Well, that's it for this week, guys. Until next week, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Friend us on Facebook. Circle, circle us like vultures on Google+, Plus, and above all else, be sure to tell a friend about the one and only Jeep Talk Show. So, no matter where you're wheeling, if you pack it in, make sure you pack it out. Let's leave our outdoor wheeling and destination spots in as good, if not better, condition than they were when we arrived. Remember, to always tread lightly. Stand designated trails, no wheel where you're not supposed to. If you'd like to learn more about the tread, tread lightly principles and how you can help keep our trails and public lands open for proper use, head over to www.treadlightly.org. <laughs> you <sweak>
2: Rollin'.